Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Let's get a jumper out of the tank. A little help here. Yeah, so we're gonna go over the ladder. Actually, I wouldn't know that they're that they're not still fighting the thing, so I guess I yeah. wouldn't. Uh, you sorry, probably hear like, you probably still hear like the sound of violence stop a little bit, but yeah. So, well, with that in mind, I, I'm not shouting anything. Actually, I still I still stop and turn and return to the opening of the tank and try to help help uh, Jumper get out. Is she gone? She fled into the woods. I'm sorry, fled? Faster than I've seen any biped move. Where did she go? Generally point in the direction of the woods. That way. Oh. Is, is Jumper still catatonic? She's starting to come around. She's starting to kind of regain her senses some. Like that, she's out of the tank and the thing is gone. Like the fresh air is helping. The being out under the stars is helping. Maybe it was claustrophobia. Maybe it was the thing. Like. Who knows, but she wasn't prepared to be down there. So so we were helped out of the tank already. Sorry, yeah. I, I didn't clarify that. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're not in combat anymore. You're, you're, the roles are much easier now that you're no longer like in danger. You realize we can't just let that thing run off out there, right? Yes. Everyone realizes that, right? What thing? Where did the lady go? Yeah, okay. So, um... <sighs> We got to start tracking her. Um, she ain't we're near the road. Did she come in? Can we, can we track her? I, I'd feel a lot better about tracking her in a car. In our car. Not in, you know, say, on foot. I, I don't want to track her on foot. Oh, she ran straight into the woods. Yeah, Sounded I think like the woods is a little too dense for a car. Maybe if we had some all-terrain vehicles. You have an SUV, like you have a like a black SUV type of vehicle. Um, can I roll to see if there's a way we can drive through the woods? I'm not going to roll. Like it, it's possible. It's going to be hard. Like driving through the woods, woods is going to be hard in any vehicle, even like a dirt bike or something. Right. So, that, but there's no there's no pathway because you know. No, nah, she yeah she's just running through the wilds for lack of a better phrase. Like she took off into the woods running. Okay, I think we'd probably have a hard time with an SUV in there. But most uh, any like woods that I've owned usually had pathways that could accommodate like a pickup truck, but that's not necessarily the case if they're not you know being utilized. So, um, all right, Jackal, I want my shotgun back. Here it is. I got a carbine in the truck. Well, you go and get that. I want my light back too. Here it is. I've also got some. Thank you. Like uh, energy bars in the in the my duffel bag. Should probably give Jumper one of those to kind of help her come to a little bit. Wait, how badly are we hurt? Well, I have thirteen of fifteen hit points. Yeah, I have nine of twelve. So, like, am I like bleeding? Like, what you know? Uh, it's kind of up your own edification at that point. Like, you you took some damage. Like, maybe you have a cracked rib or something. Nothing aggressively detrimental. Okay. You're within kind of what I'd refer to as kind of normal agent damage for that type of encounter. Is there a way to regain? There HP? is. Someone has first aid. Actually, I think I might. I have thirty. First aid. I also have thirty. Yeah. So whoever has the highest one or wants to can perform first aid on. You can do this kind of once per pounding, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, I think Jumper had a first aid kit. Yes, I did have a first aid kit. Do you uh, have the first aid skill? 
I'll uh, hold out the first aid kit to you. Our woman friend is a, is a horrible monster. Hate to break it to you, Jumper. I'll perform first aid on the group wherever it's needed, if that's kind of how that works. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do rolls per person, so let's see. Okay. Uh, 52 out of 30 was a failure. Yep. Do you want me to roll now, or is he rolling again? Uh, he's giving you any kind of bonus. Oh no! So yeah, so failing at a failing that makes it detrimental. Like you're not, you don't get scot, you don't get off scot free. I'm making sure it's not a critical for how much of a damage it does to that. It's not a critical. Something it does anything super. Wait, if we fail a first aid check, we hurt the person. You can hurt the other person. <laughs> and does having a first aid kit like give them bonuses? Yeah, that's what I'm looking up for you right now. Don't know that stuff off the top oh, of my okay. head exactly. There's enough rules I can't keep them all in my skull at any given exact point in time. So even I have to look I'm at stuff every once in a while. I'm very surprised at the number of rules you have committed to memory. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Uh, you play a bunch of it and you pick it up. All right. So just doing some basic treatment. And who is that rule to? Yourself or me? <laughs> so it's him attempting it. So, yeah. So um, not resuscitating or. Uh, that's not, not not that one. She, uh. Yeah. Made Jumper go crazy. So I think it's one d four. Yeah, one d four. Yep. So the failure, you'll make it worse. So every so every success. So the first success was on who? Um, first success was on Jotun. All right. So you get to recover one d four. Wait. I do. What do you attempt the kind of first aid again on that. Who else is going to attempt to be first aided? Jumper. All right. She didn't take. I any... just went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Then how about my? I took you can first aid yourself. So has it? Yeah. Okay. I know it looks like a lot of damage on the character sheet because it is a lot of damage. Tyson. Where do you think it is by now? We've just spent this time repairing ourselves. I'll say like five ten minutes have passed. Like there's a whole set of pursuit rules that are kind of like combat, but she's gone enough that you can't do that just now. So this is essentially would be tracking. Yeah. Well, shit. (laughs) <laughs> all right so um unless we think we can get to her by car we have to go after her on foot we have to at least make an attempt would everyone agree yep yep yeah we got find the old lady all right it's not an old lady it's some sort of yeah and, and jumper horrible... you saw her you went crazy temporarily because you saw the creepy corpse lady like it, it you're where something's up maybe not the full extent of it but you didn't go like you didn't totally blank out you more just kind of suffered a break. There's just something wrong, really, really wrong. Yeah, um, I came to very much the same conclusion. All right, so I'm inclined to go get the carbine from the truck. I got some other gear in there, some magazine, kind of mount my flashlight back on the carbine and sure. the suit up a little bit. Brought some of my security guard gear with me. I'll go into the woods and start looking for a trail. All right. That's got to be a survival check. Fair 21 out of 30. Very nice success. Yeah, so she's not being especially stealthy. She was just kind of running. So there's a bunch of like broken stuff, branches and snap twigs and stuff like that. You feel following her will be pretty easy until she kind of changes up tactics. Um, y'all head off to follow her. Yeah, right. as long as everybody's ready. I'm ready. And then off we go. Following the trail. Yeah. All right, so you kind of walk for, we'll say it's about an hour or so, and she's, again, not being very stealthy. Following her is pretty easy now that you know what you're looking for. And you're kind of hiking off into the woods. It's cold, it's dark, it's spooky. Again, the owls are just out there hooting intimidatingly at you. And then in the distance, you see kind of a flickering of a fire or something, maybe? Do you go towards it? All right, so... Stealthily? Yeah, Yeah, you can... Do you want to? Do you want to move stealthily? Because you all have a stealth stat. Uh, yep. Yes. All right. Let's see them stealth rolls. Fail. All right. So that's one. That's two. <laughs> oh. And hey, make sure we check it, Peter. Did you check first aid by the way when you failed to heal me? Oh, yeah. So we got a 90 out of 50 failure, a 76 out of 10% failure, a 29 out of 10% failure, and a 17 out of 10% failure for stealth. So, yeah, you guys kind of crash your way into a natural clearing, and what you see there is fucked up. So kind of in a pile is the best way of describing it. There's this 
body that you recognize as Marlene. And she's kind of like slumped into almost kind of like, like someone took off some clothing or something. And there's a tent and a fire. It looks like something just like ransacked the tent, like it's torn open or something. There's some blood on a tree next to the tent kind of thing. Uh, yeah, you're not sure what happened here, but it looks like something got murdered and there's now this kind of like skin sleeve that used to be the thing. What do you do? Let's check out the tent. All right. Try to check out the tent. You're going to search it. Don't find anything. You're real loud about not finding anything. Um, Nothing in here. Yeah. 99 out of 40 fumble. All right. What next? You got this clearing. You got this kind of creepy snakeskin corpse thing. You got this blood on this tree. What you doing? Can I I search the tent? Does the blood, like, lead a trail off? Nah, it's more like a splatter almost. Something got slammed up against it. Um, But that also sounds like a forensics check. Yay. Doing it. Yay. 51 out of 70. Yeah, so you're looking at this, and you can't tell with 100% certainty, but you've seen this a bunch of times before. Like, it's like, it's it's typically a head wound. It's like someone slammed a head up against the tree or something, and it's fresh. Really fresh. Like, maybe a few minutes old, tops fresh. She jumped bodies. I, I, I'm sorry, can you uh, run that one past me again? The skin is there, but who mm-hmm. is here? They're gone. Appears she found some regular, regular old Wisconsinites campsite or something. Hmm. And um, so you believe that she has taken over the body of another person. By she, we mean it. And by it, I mean uh, whatever. The, the... That, that wasn't an old lady down there. Whatever that was down there, that wasn't an old lady. That, that was not an old lady. Well, that comes as quite a shock to me that it was not, that that horrible monster that we just had to deal with was not, in fact, uh, Mr. Bauman's dead wife. Now, um, but you're saying it's something that can, you're saying it was something that was inhabiting the uh, rotting body of Mr. Bowman's dead wife is now inhabiting potentially a healthy body belonging to somebody that was out here minding their own business till we woke up whatever the hell that was and let it run off. That sounds about right to me. Well, as long as we're in consensus, um, well, can I tell which way it went? Um, give me a survival on that one. That's again, like that's trying to find its trail. Nope. 91 out of 30 failure. Nah, nothing obvious tells you where it went. Um, there's no obvious signs of where it may have gone though. Can we all do a perimeter search? You can all search. Yeah, I'll, I'll do, um, survival as well. Uh, broke even with a 60. By the skin of your teeth. Yeah. So you, you do find you're searching around a bunch and you do find something that kind of indicates where it may have gone. And it's like a tear of like maybe a jacket or something stuck on a pricker bush. And like this gives you a rough direction you can follow. And now that you're looking in that direction, you do see kind of something push some branches out of the way and stuff like that and kind of made its way off in that direction. Do you follow? Is there uh, anything in the campsite that would like identify who was the person that was there, like a backpack with a wallet or something? Might have been, but that was a real bad search. Fa- that was a real bad search check earlier. And we can't, somebody else can't reattempt it. Someone else can check. Someone else can. I think Jackal did a bad job, so I'm going to go look again. Some some Navy steel. (laughs) Well, now, so you could have stopped with the first search, but. So 20 out of 40 gets you the success, but then the 60 out of, or 66 out of 50 gets you a fumble. So you do find a wallet, but unfortunately, as you're bending down to get it, Agent Jetlag kicks it by accident into the fire that's burning. <laughs> so you, you dive in, you kind of, you manage to pull it out. It's a little bit singed, and you, you do get a name off of it, and it, you find a driver's license kind of thing. Uh, it's The owner of this wallet previously was a Jack uh, Newman. He... You, you can go to the address. It's in, it's in kind of the Eagle Creek area. You can go check that out if you want. Um... Someone give me a uh, give me a search on the wallet. I'll do that. Yep. I'm fumbling, trying to beat it out as it was on fire, but I failed. 
Yeah, I, it's, 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 out of 40. it's just an unfortunately burned wallet. You have the address, though, you can go to if you so wish. The address of the, uh, like, on his driver's license yeah. or whatever? Yeah, you, you, that's that's the only thing you got out of the wallet, really. Can I have the name again so I can just write it down? Jack Newman. N-E-W-M-A-N? Yep. All right, and we have no idea which way this thing went. No, you, you have a is. sense. Like, you have the survival check. It went off in a certain direction. You can follow that direction if you so wish. I'm inclined to follow as opposed to go to the address. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think the monster would know where this guy lives. So what, type of speed, so what type of speed you doing? Oh, you don't yeah, you don't need to search this. You, you already know the direction you're going. Like how much effort are you putting into kind of getting following this thing? You moving That's at kind hard. of like a comfortable but aggressive pace or are you like running after it? Um I, I think we should kind of jog a little bit. All right. Aggressive yeah, but with aggressive but not unsafe. Sure. Yeah, give me an athletics check, everyone. Like we want to make sure that we're covered. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I failed fifty out of thirty. Failed thirty-four out of thirty. Success two out of sixty. I failed with a ninety-seven out of fifty. All right, so um, most of you start lagging behind, but uh, Agent Jackal's getting some real good distance, and you kind of you you're running through the woods. You come across the trail, and it's pretty obvious that like there's a set of boot prints going a certain direction. So you follow those and. Agent Jackal emerges into what appears to be like a hiking. It like, takes a while, but after a chunk of time, you kind of emerge into what you're pretty sure is like a hiking trail lead-off kind of parking lot. And there is one car with the lights on kind of revving up in the parking lot as you get there kind of thing. The rest of you will take a couple turns to catch up. What do you do, Agent Jackal? I'm going to uh, approach the, approach the car. So who has the ID on them? They're behind you. They they can't help you right now. You kind of were booking it a little bit harder than they were. I'm going to approach the car with my carbine sort of raised. All right. And and do a sort of like get out of the vehicle maneuver. And I give I give the driver a command to get out and open the door. Yeah, you you can't see the driver well. Like the headlights are aimed directly at you. You're kind of staring directly into light. Um but so you try to like persuade them to leave the vehicle or something. Yep, I'm gonna kind of be walking around toward the toward the driver's side door. Sure. All right. So the kind of the the person kind of puts the car in park and steps out. Mr. Paulson or David, is it? Whichever you would prefer. I, I know you're I, looking for some answers to things. I know things. Things I can tell you. Who are you? That's uh that's a complicated answer. Um. Uh, we'll stick with Marlene for the time being, because I think that's the version of me you're you're most familiar with. But t- tell you what, David, a little quid pro quo. You've got some questions, obviously. You've, you've seen some things, impossible things, things that don't exist. And, well, I obviously know impossible things. I am an impossible thing. Like, I know all about these impossible things. So how about this? Between now and your friends show up, I'll answer any questions you have. And then you just let me go. It's all Clyde's fault anyway. He was trying to resurrect his dead wife. A man was stricken with grief up to the wazoo, and he did some stuff that, well, were just not smart. All types of resurrection magic he picked up back with his time with you and your horrible agency. And I got stuck here. I don't want to be here. I'm just here in this terrible dimension of yours. But I'm here. So I might as well enjoy myself. So come on, a little trade of information. You've got some questions. I've got some answers. I know things, man. I know all kinds of things. But I'm wondering if this kind of like creates a little PS- PTSD for me. It very well might. You don't have a disorder for PTSD. It's more of a flavor thing right now. So yeah, it, okay. it's definitely worth like, Give me a sand check actually based off that. Yeah, that's a good call. That feels accurate to the situation. Seven out of 79. Yeah, so. it's. This is definitely kind of not a comfortable conversation you're having. Like, everything about this is wrong. This thing that you just kind of fought and tracked through the woods, it's kind of jovial almost. Like, it's it's very personable. It's like, yeah, no, I, you found me. I got this car now. I just want to leave here, man. So uh, my character is an order follower. I, I'm, I guess maybe I'll ask, you know, what's stopping me from shooting you in the face right now? 
Uh, well, nothing, but you, you may have noticed that, like, well, when there was four of you, I beat the shit out of all of you and then ran away into the woods, because, well, that, that, that Marlene bitch was kind of hanging on me wrong, and, well, this... This guy, he's great. He's new. He's fresh. He hasn't been trapped in the bottom of a tank for, God, decades? That body was terrible. This one, though, I could have real fun in this body. The fair threat. So come on. I don't have to beat you to a bloody pulp. We can just go our separate ways. I'll even let you ask some questions and just, just forget you ever saw me. No one. You, you got here too late. I was already gone in the car. Uh, whoever sent you to... Clean up after old poor Clyde. They don't have to know. What have I actually done to you? You're the ones that attacked me, technically. I think I'm going to take a risk. Take a shot at this creature. All right, you're going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. All right. I'm alone still. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's, see that, let's see that shot roll. Do I get any bonus because I've... And having my sights on this creature for a second here. Yeah, I'll give you a plus 20 on it. Yeah, I'll give you a plus 20. <laughs> oh, my dude. A 99 fumble. That is a 99 fumble. Uh, you, you pull the trigger and the gun just makes this loud click that you know is a jam. And the thing that used to be Marlene kind of looks at you, raises an eyebrow as best you can tell. Like, the movements are wrong. It's still not really totally sure how humans move. So it's kind of like, really, really? But like a marionette almost doing the really kind of pose towards you. Can I take another action or? All right. So you want to take it? You want, so you've taken this shot. It failed. You have to, you're going to have to fix your gun kind of thing. It's jammed. Um, so, yeah, I'd say now that like we're back in combat. The rest of the crew is caught up. You're at the kind of edge of this clearing. You see Agent Jackal kind of like, oh shit, this gun's busted. This thing is just kind of slow walking towards you, towards him. Hasn't noticed you just yet. Um, Jetlag, you're up first. Um, I probably didn't bring any of the gas with me because that was would have been smart. I'll just pull out my firearm and shoot. All right. Fail. That goes wide. It's 76 out of uh, out of 60. Agent Jumper, you're up. Alright. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna take a shot. Alright. Does it come running around the corner? Hey, it succeeded with a 15 a out of 40. For 4 damage. Very nice. Yeah, so this body seems to be a little bit squishier than the one you had previously. This one's functioning more like a like a human body. If you like. That shot hits, it kind of tears a big chunk out of what was Marley, and it kind of looks at it like Dude, I just got this new body, and you're already messing it up. <sighs> All right, Agent Yoten. All right, so I'm. I have the shotgun now. Yep. I'm gonna blast this thing. Well, I mean, now that I say that, it's gonna fail, but um, let's hope not. We'll see. <sighs> that hits. Seventeen out of fifty. That's for 2D seven. Six or seven. So that takes a big chunk of it. Like, you managed like blow. It's like we'll call it like it's. And like abdomen away kind of thing. It's now like registered that you're there and it's pissed. But you are kind of seeing it kind of regrow itself a little bit in this body and it kind of it's like it takes a lunge at Agent Jack loses fiddling with his firearm. It misses it kind of like it's sling spot it whizzes by him kind of thing. Somehow you dodge that. Agent Jetlag, you're up. Um I want to get in the car. I'm going to see if I can run him over. That is two. So you'd have to move to the car. That's a distance you'd have to kind of cross aggressively to get okay. there. Then I will use this for a move action. All right. All right. So you're going to run towards the car. Okay, cool. Um, that means it's Agent Jumper's turn. All right. I'm just going to try to take another shot. All right. That time I missed with a 76 out of 40. Yep. So that goes wide. Agent Yoten. Blam. All right. So that'll hit again for... 23 out of 50, and 6 damage. Nice. Some big damage. You've taken some major chunks out of this thing. Agent Jackal, you're going to spend this turn to fix your gun? Or take one turn? Yep. So give me a firearms roll on that to see if you manage to unjam it. Um, where is the monster in relation to me right now? It's kind of walking towards you. It, 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 or it, Sorry, it tried to hit you, and it, you missed, some, it missed somehow. So it's behind you, I think. Now it's probably more accurate. Okay, yeah, I'll take the turn to fix the gun. Yep. 
so I'm thinking this is happening in like seconds kind of thing. Like I know the combat doesn't seem like it, but this th- shit is moving fast as we're playing through it in real time kind of thing. So yeah, you successfully kind of unjam it so you can use it again next turn. Okay. With a 43 out of 60. That means it's its turn again. It's not kind of whirl on you and try and tries to bite at you and misses. But you are seeing its flesh kind of regenerate slightly. Agent Jetlag, you're up again. Um, get in the car. All right, give me a feels like a dexterity check, I guess. Yeah, give me a give me a dexterity check for that. All right, so I'm you not... like slide across the hood, like close the door, <laughs> and you're now in the car. Very Dukes of Hazard move. Well, let's see if it pays off for you. Agent Jumper, you're up. I I'm going to uh, fire again. All right. Uh, that is also a miss with an 82 out of 40. Yep, goes wide. Yoten, you're up. Fumble. Oof. Oh, jeez. Your 60, gun is now 60. jammed, so that you hear something go very wrong up in the chamber, and you'll have to spend a turn to kind of figure that one out. Agent Shackle, you're up. You have a working gun again. This thing is kind of like, again, it's missed you. It swung by you and kind of fell forward. What are you doing? Uh, I, I just want to try something. I want to reach into my pocket and pull out that lighter. And I want to try to light this thing quick. Okay. Had a couple moves or No, I'll I'll say that's all one thing. Give me a give me a dexterity check on that. Failure 80 out of 40. Yeah, so it it, it doesn't light, but you you're clicking it kind of thing. It's it's weirdly hard to light all of a sudden kind of thing. All right, so it's it's turn now. A little more of its skin kind of slides back on its body. It's going to try and attack Agent Jackal again. Keeps missing. All right, Agent Jetlag, you're up. Uh, Jetlag noticed the lighter come out in, in the spirit of RP. Remembers that he really likes it and is kind of fixed on it for this turn and lose, loses concentration on what he was trying to do. Well, he's just sort of staring at it like, man, I wish I had that lighter. That is a nice uh, lighter. It's fair. No, you you really do want that lighter. It's a very... Really, really want it. Like, very nice lighter. You remind that lighter exists. Yeah, basically. Good catch. All right, Jumper, you're up. Hey, um, in the spirit of trying something different, I'm going to run forward and yank out my uh, pepper spray and try to spray him in the face. Okay. I like it. All right, so you got to hit this thing just big in the face of the blast of pepper spray. It screams. It's very unhappy right now with you. Agent Yoten, you're up. Yeah, negative 20 for everything it does for an hour. Yep. All right. Um, am I, so am I unjamming my gun still? You can. You could also pull out your sidearm and try and shoot with that. Like, what, what are you going to do in this section? I hadn't considered. Uh... Yep, okay. Uh, good call. Knife, you can rush it with the knife too, if you so wish. You could rush towards it. Yeah, it, I'm uh, not rushing it. I'm going to shoot it with my Colt. Fair. No, I'm not. I failed at 75 out of 50. Shot goes wide. Agent Jackal, you're up. This time I'm going to shoot with my carbine. All right. 38 out of 60. All right. So this is a lethality gun. So roll that lethality first. Looks like. I guess. How do I interpret this? All right. So you failed. So. The way lethality weapons work is they have a chance to insta-kill an enemy. And you fail the lethality roll, but you still get to do damage still. So it still does the damage of the gun. So at 65 out of a 10% lethality, you fail, but you still do a whopping 11 points of armor-piercing damage. Right. So uh, this thing, your shot kind of goes center through the skull or something. It splits it open. It goes down. It's kind of writhing on the ground. and kind of it slowly kind of returns to being a corpse but you also notice that it is kind of slowly starting to pull itself together again like the flesh is ever so slightly kind of regrowing at a little bit of a rate not fast but it's getting there so is it is it regrowing and still moving or like it's not moving right now um thing seems down what do you say we throw it in the trunk take it back burn it with the gasoline i have a feeling our friend clyde was up to something you're no uh, me. are you sure we can't just shoot it to death doesn't seem to be having a permanent effect what if we run it over with the truck that old lady lived in the bottom of that septic tank for decades i don't think a truck is going to kill this thing 
All right, let's hurry. Uh, so before we move on, I guess what are people's intellect scores right now? Uh, mine is fifteen, which is perceptive, is the distinguishing feature. Sure. Yeah. Seven. So eleven. Yeah. Intelligence scores. Yeah. So if you've got uh, a, we'll say a thirteen a or higher. If you got thirteen or higher, give me a roll for intelligence. So. Agent Yoten kind of thinks there for a second with his 48 out of 75. This truck's running. It probably has a gas tank. Jackal, can we uh, I don't know, just pop the gas tank? Can, can we just get the gas, the fuel out of this truck to light this thing on fire? Wouldn't that be the fastest way to do this? That's a good call. I've got a tactical knife. Can we puncture the tank or something or siphon some gas out? Like I said, I don't yeah. really- vehicles that well <laughs> that's a, yeah you can also just like shoot bullets into the tank until it starts leaking yeah yeah, yeah so i'm going to uh, leave that operation up to you um yeah the only way i know to get gas out of a truck is with a hose um and that's somewhat unpleasant but uh we don't have a hose so uh anything that you think you can do uh let's do it now quick all right so i guess i'm is gonna there- move Drag the regenerating corpse under the vehicle and um, take a shot at the tank. How's that sound? Do it. Hold on. So a gas tank, if I climb under a car, am I able to just see where the gas tank is? Ish, yeah. yeah. Like, is it obvious that yep, that's where the gas is? Pretty obvious, yeah. And what's it made out of? Steel. But okay, you can so- definitely stab through it if you wanted to. It'll take some effort. Yeah, so uh, uh, off-roading cars often have a problem where someone reinf- forgets to kind of reinforce the gas pan or they go over something, it'll slam down, and a rock will puncture the bottom of it. They are surprisingly flimsy. Okay. Um, I've got a knife. I think everyone else, or somebody else, I have a utility knife. So it's. It, it, does anyone else? Let, let's just cut open the gas. I think we can cut open the gas tank. Um Who's the strongest? Probably you, Jackal. Probably. All right. Um, Why don't yeah, you? I've got, I've got a uh, tactical knife that'll probably can probably jab through this tank. Yeah. Let, why don't you see if you could just cut this, let it spill on that, and then we'll uh, we'll light it. I'm gonna turn the truck off first. Good it's been running. Man. It's been running this whole time, right? Yep. Yep. All right. I go and I. Turn the truck off. Um, what is this? A strength check or a dexterity check? That's a strength check. check. Can I'm I see get... like the truck has any like road flares? Give me a luck check on that one. Sure. Yeah, you you murder the hell out of that gas tank with a critical. I think I've done it before or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we've pulled the body into the car. Gas is leaking all over it. Yep. How are we going to light this thing? Well, don't we have a lighter? You yeah. do have one. Uh, well, in battle, I tried to light our victim here on fire, and it didn't seem to work. I can try it again. Does anybody else have a different lighter? Let me see. I don't think I wrote lighter on my inventory. Yep, nope, I don't. Anyway, to fi- oh, so what are people firearms score? I've got a 60. 40. 50. 40. All right, so the one with the 60 knows you can start a gas fire with a firearm. You get you basically you put the gun in the fi- in the oil or in the in the gas and you fire and the spark as it jettisons can often light the gasoline on fire. Okay, so I should just know that. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to tell everyone to stand back. And is this vehicle going to explode once this thing gets going? No, it's it, it's it the gas will have to burn. So a, a misconception about gas is that it's explosive. The fumes are explosive, but gas just on the ground is is flammable. It's I, it's I know it's a weird sounding distinction, but it's actually a very important one. Where lighting a gallon of gas on fire is actually a surprisingly hard, and b not actually that dangerous in the grand scheme of things. It's if you have like half the tank being full of gas, that's when it explodes. Right. But like just oh, this on the ground will just kind of light itself up and it will follow the gas. All right, I'm going to light this thing using my carbine. All right. Yeah, so you get down there, you pull the trigger, give me a firearms check. It still works, but you burn yourself a little bit. Take a uh, roll of 1d4. 
take two burn damage from being down there kind of thing. Like it startles you or something and goes up faster than you thought it would. God damn it. Oh. All right, so kind of as the flames are starting to get back to the body, you hear it start talking to you again. I, I, I knew things, agents. We could have been friends. But no, you had to burn me. This is, how, this is how you wanted to play it? Really? Really, after all the fun we've had, you know nothing, you idiots. Nothing. I know everything. And it's it, way past when this thing should have been able to talk. It's still kind of just insulting your intelligence and insisting it knows all types of things about you. Like, the car eventually, like, lets, it sets itself on fire and kind of goes up, and you still, like... You can see the fact the body has burned itself down to basically just like carbonized bones, and still it's somehow taunting you. Eventually it just kind of hisses out and stops. And the car's on fire at this point. Like it's definitely it's going up. Um a lot of smoke coming off of this. What do you do? It stopped talking, you said? It stops talking eventually, kind of thing, but like it, it, it goes on for way too long for something on fire talking. Mm. Like, it burns for a solid, like, ten minutes. It's still just laying into you from underneath the car, kind of thing. But it has now stopped. Yeah, it's now stopped. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Job well done. Well, we need to clean up our brass and... What do we do about... What do we do about Mr. Newman? Mr. Newman tragically died in a car accident. This freak car accident. Yeah, okay. So what do you say? Find all of our bullet shells, Jumper? Yeah, I mean, we don't need the cops coming by and asking us, uh, you know, why our casings roll around the tragic death of a, you know, Mr. Newman here. Fair enough. So I, I guess on that topic, like, there's the topic of... There's the Marlene corpse out there, and there's all the shots you took back at uh, Clyde's place. Indeed. I think let's go back to our original idea of burn it all down. Drag yeah, the corpse into that cabin and burn it to the ground. There was. There, like were, uh, there were there were more gas tanks back in that uh, shed, right? Correct. Yep. Let's give it a shot. All right, so we're going to carry that sack of skin back to the cabin from the campsite. Uh, I think that our um, sturdy young security guard uh, would be a shoo-in for that job. Yes, sir. I think maybe I'll uh, cut off a piece of the tent and make a little pouch or something. Sure. Should we bring the tent with us? Let's just toss the tent to the fire. Yeah, let's toss it into the uh, into the campfire there. Okay, so... Just so that everything makes sense here, Mr. Newman uh, somehow burned to death beneath his truck, and his tent also somehow ended up in the campfire. Totally different location. Whose tent? What tent? I to clean up his tent, his campsite, and uh, just leave it as he tragically uh, was probably trying to fix something on his car and uh, get caught on fire, and he couldn't get away. Strike the tent with us. You have some car trouble. If you go into the car, something bad happens. Fire happens. You just—it's tragic. What happens all the time, right? Let's drag. Let's drag the tent with us. Yeah. Burn it all. Let's burn it in the cabin. There's nothing to say that there wasn't a tent in the cabin. The poles are fiberglass. I just—I'm not confident that this is going to look okay. Good call. Well, we'll we'll clean up his campsite as if he packed up or it was never there. And burn it all back at the cabin. I guess we have to hold on to his wallet or walk back to the truck. I still have his wallet. It's not an invincible wallet. You can burn that other places. Like, destroying a wallet's pretty easy. But if they find it in the cabin... Uh, Again, like, fully destroying that thing is definitely within the abilities of your agents with a gallon of gasoline kind of thing. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, you're, I appreciate the dedication to the cover-up. You're definitely overthinking the cover-up a little bit right now. Like, yeah, just... I, I, I would have been fine. Like, yeah, no, throw the entire contents of the campsite into the fire. It's like, oh, yeah, this may have been a tent at one point, but we have no way of knowing whose tent it was. Like, no one's going to be sitting there being like, hey, this is Jack Newman's tent. I recognize that tent anywhere, even though it's been through a fire and partially burned up. That's suspicious. Like, the chances of somebody even finding it's relatively low before it fully deteriorates. 
it's the body. Yeah, you've you've handled the body, the, the important part of it pretty well. Where it's like, yeah, no, like it's it's under the car. Like there's a logical through part of the idea. Like, yeah, this, so this is what happened. Unlikely, but it happens. Like it's possible. So are we going to de- decide to keep anything for Delta Green? Like the that is the... your that is your decision. So yeah, so you back at the cabin, you do have that lockbox. The, the, the locker full of say, stuff. Yeah, I would just say gather the, the lockbox. Everything that was in it, take it to them. All right, I'm going to chuck the lighter back in there, too. No. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't do that. It's a really cool lighter. That's my favorite lighter. What do you got with that lighter, Jet Lag? I just, Let it go. I like it. It's just a lighter. Why can't I have it? No, uh... Jackal was right. There's something spooky about it. It's going back to Miss Pine. I'll always remember you, Lighter. <laughs> All right, so you, you, you pack up the stuff. I'm going to say like Jackal can't get rid of the lighter. Like he, he physically can't bring himself to throw the lighter back in the crate kind of thing. Oh, Jackal, really too. Whoever's holding it, like you physically, like you're holding it, you're like, oh, this is a really cool lighter. I can't get rid of this. It's such a cool lighter. Maybe I don't even bring it up again. I just leave yeah. it in my pocket. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool lighter. This is the one ring of lighter. Uh, not good. All right, so you take the box, you burn the house, et cetera, et cetera. That's the plan? Yeah. All right, yep. cool. All right so um, you have been told to kind of regroup back at that office within 48 hours. You could just head there. Are you going to call Miss Pine? You're going to go there straight away. Well, it's night at this point. It'll um, take you like four to six hours to get back to... Milwaukee from here, at least. Up, you spent a lot of time in the woods. Like you spent a lot of time. So, like, we hand waved it some, but like cleaning up the crime scene and make sure there was no casings. That'll take time. Like finding all the bullets, making sure that's fine. Like you have a high enough forensic skill, I'm not going to make you go through all that stuff. Like it, it takes a measurable amount of time, kind of thing. Like the sun is coming up, you are on the clock, kind of thing. You're not under pressure to do so, but it does. Time does progress. It's not an instantaneous thing. So, we'll say by the time you kind of have this all dealt with, it's like well. 8 a.m., 9 a.m.? Sure. Well, all right. How much, so how, how much time do we have then to get back? I mean, we might just have to hit the road. How much driving you got in you, Jackal? Somebody else take a leg? Yeah, tell you what, how about we... Uh, uh, I'm going to look up a weather forecast on my phone. Anything, any precipitation or anything? No, nah, seems to be okay. Yeah, I think the roads are fine. Uh, we can, we can, We can rotate this one. All right. Need to get a little bit of sleep. Let's power through and get back to Milwaukee. Maybe stop for some coffee or something on the way. Some real, the best upper, the best kind of upper state coffee possible from a gas station. Real chewy on the tongue. Espresso barn. Yeah. (laughs) Get that in the recording. Randlander's actually nice. So, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's a nice cafe there. Yeah. All right. But so you, you head back to Milwaukee. Yep, and we rotate. Do you want us to do different? Do you want us to? Nah, it's it's fine. Yeah, you're you're not quite you're not as on the clock as you guys think you are. Like you you've handled the situation. The family's not going to find anything hypothetically, and if they do, the it burned down. Oh no, Dad was crazy and terrible. Shocker. I call into work again. Yeah. All right. So you arrive at you arrive back at the post office. Uh, the big brick-looking man's kind of outside. He sees you, kind of nods you through, and follows you into the room. Miss Pine's at the table again. Running a little bit late, but you're back, agents. Um, um I had somebody look at my ribs. Guy, <laughs> walk it off. You okay. Got, you got plenty. You got time to bleed on your own on your actual agency's time. I need to know what happened out there. Um, yeah, Clyde. Clyde got into some bad stuff. Care to um, elaborate? Well, he kind of went off the deep end when his wife died, and he tried to resurrect her, and it didn't go as planned. Yeah, I've, I'm not going to say this is what we were afraid of, but this is what, maybe not that exactly, but this is a thing that happens with older agents. Um, yeah, especially back from that time period, they, they, they've picked up some things that, well, as they get older, they think they can use, and using these things is quite bad up. Uh, did you find anything specific of, of note, I guess? Any special, any artifacts of any kind that deserve a special interest? I mean, we found a, a lock, you know, a, a footlocker. It's got a lot of stuff in it. It was like uniform, knives, 
There uh, was hair teeth. Yeah, hair teeth. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Baby teeth. Uh, photos. Uh, photos of what? Of him and some like like Nazis in uh, uh, Vietnam. I... Or somewhere I, in I, Southeast Asia, we think. I, I need you to be very specific. Are you saying pictures of him in Vietnam with Nazis, not him with Nazis in Vietnam? Like, they'd captured them. That's what it looks like. Interesting, interesting. I didn't realize he was involved in that. Um, good to know. Uh, and was a bit of a living legend, I guess, based off that time era. Um, none of your concern, though. It's, 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 it's long done business. Anything else? Yeah, we got a knife made out of a person's leg, we think. And? Got some weird shit carved on it. Uh, we didn't touch it. Yeah, I was hoping smart. you had people. Nope, fair enough. Yeah, to... we'll, we'll, we'll put it in a green box for safety. Good good call. Anything else? Anything has I mean, apartment? His... Oh, and his... I mean, I pull out the keychain. I mean, this had the keys to the cabin and everything. To the septic tank where he was keeping his possessed wife i'm sorry his what he was keeping a what his wife like i said he tried to resurrect her and it went wrong wait 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 i, I thought this meant like something it, it didn't go well there was a thing in a septic tank that was his ex-wife or that was his wife that died of cancer yeah. that was his wife well it was something wearing his wife's body interesting um do, do we need to have a secondary containment, or has that been handled? Oh, that's been handled. Um, it got loose. It what? It it got loose. It we was a little windy, and yeah, and it possessed someone else. Yep. And then we killed it, or well, mm. we incapacitated it. The only thing that really killed it was fire. Did you? So we... See it jump bodies. No, I mean, there was no other bodies around it. We put it under a truck and lit the truck on fire. It moved from the body of the um, of his deceased wife to the body of a very alive, or at one time alive, um, camper, lone camper, uh, by the name of Jack Newman. Have uh, you tied off that loose end? Is there a explanation for i'm assuming based on the fact that you're all here mr newman's passing yeah i mean it was a tragic tragic accident see apparently something punctured his gas tank and he climbed under there to try to fix it but then his truck caught on fire and he burned up underneath the truck acceptable that, that ties off that loose end um anything else we, also, uh, we threw his effects into the cabin Belonging to Mr. Bauman and uh, burned it down. Oh, you burned the cabin. Not a bad call. Um, is there any risk that the family will locate the cabin? Oh, sure. But um, I don't know. Did we take the uh, the purchase? Did we take those down? I, yeah, yeah, we I'd say you did, yeah. Um, well, uh, assuming that the state and or local authorities are aware of who owns the property... Uh, when it is discovered that what was once a cabin is now a burnt foundation, um, stands to reason that they would be able to contact the family, inform them of the existence of the cabin and of the ownership of the property. I suppose if it changed hands through a cash purchase, which is what these documents indicate, it is possible that the government is unaware uh, that he is the proper owner, but at some point they would get in touch with the former owner, I would imagine, unless he's just dead, um, which is entirely possible. Yeah, there, there's a good, there, there is a chance. It's, it's not, that's not something we can just explain away. Exactly. Perfect, that's not but acceptable. We can make sure the situation gets swept under the rug. Uh, it, it sounds like he at least was keeping up that part of his wits. Uh, Picture was off the books and a bit hidden away from the world. We can handle that situation. Anything else? Um, well, uh, so we got the, the trunk full of all the scary stuff. Um, there was a Nazi uniform in there that had been much damaged. 
presumably from the uh, whatever sort of Southeast Asian instant that was photographed. Uh, that would make the most sense. Uh, we had a frightening lighter of some kind uh, that was in the box. Uh, I don't know if that made its way back into the box, uh, but it should. Well, what uh, do you mean you don't know if the lighter made its way back into the box? Where is the lighter? Not on me. It's in my pocket, ma'am. Put the lighter on the table. I don't want to, ma'am. I'm going to need to insist that you put the lighter on the table. Yes, ma'am. I put the lighter on the table. Uh, so give me a will check. Yeah, do that, do that power roll. So with a great amount of effort, you managed to put the lighter on the table. Like it, it feels like it's almost sticking to your hand as you kind of lift your hand away to kind of leave it on the table. Like it does, you do not want to leave it there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, now jet lag. Jet lag grabs the lighter. Um, <laughs> give me a will, yeah, give me a give me a power check first. So you do stop yourself. Like it takes all of your self control. Maybe like even grabbing a chair or something to stop yourself from moving. But you do stop yourself grabbing the lighter. Um, give me a sanity roll though. Sure is pretty though. See that sand roll for whom? Ah, uh, for jet lag. Sorry. Yeah, so no damage taken, but like you just kind of hear it in your mind just being like, we'll never forget you if you never forget us. Find us. Like, again, the lighter is definitely not talking to you, but it's definitely talking to you. (laughs) And Miss Pine kind of puts a piece of paper, like a notepad on top of it, slides it across the table and like kind of towards her kind of thing away from you. Anything else? Uh, he had a bunch of uh, pictures and documents pertaining to various white supremacist groups uh, with the word, uh, I read it as Thule, you know, the Swedish brand of uh, bike racks, roof racks, luggage, what have you. Uh, but everyone else seems to think it might be Thule. He wrote that on there himself. Um, with no further explanation, um, but he had various pictures of, uh, you know, uh, you know, like clan rallies and stuff. Interesting. We will take that under advisement. I wonder if he's speaking of the Thule Society or something. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. Don't worry yourself with this. Um, adequate job, agents. You're, you're dismissed. Uh, go back to normal lives, I suppose. Um, we'll be in touch. Yeah, we'll try. Yay. Yeah, so, no, oh, oh, oh no, we're not quite done just yet. We gotta do home scenes still. Alright, so it's been a pretty chaotic 48 hours for all of you. So you disperse, you go back to the airport, you check your bags, do you go home kind of thing. Um, and you arrive back at normal life. We'll say you kind of arrive back early evening for if you're trying to go to maybe a little bit later, a little bit earlier, depending on your time zone. Um, so let's talk about home scenes real quick. Home scenes are your touch of normalcy in this very strange esoteric game. And they kind of break down to a couple different categories of what you want them to be. Um, they basically boil down to you can kind of research the unnatural, you can train a skill, you can kind of get back to nature to kind of blow off some steam. You can try and fix some bonds if you've taken a if the bond of yours has taken some damage. Or you can kind of seek psychiatry help of some kind. Any idea what they want to do first? I need psychiatry help. So let me let me give you all the options, I guess, before we start going down the psychiatry path. Because psychiatry comes with its own set of risks. Because you can be totally honest, or you can lie through your teeth and be vague about it. And one of those is definitely kind of the recommended Delta Green approach, and Unfortunately, one of them is also more effective. Let's make sure I'm saying these all correct when I get to it. So your your options are indeed kind of uh, fulfill responsibilities, which is you kind of hang out with your with your bonds. You can go back to nature. You can establish new bonds. You can go to therapy. You can improve a skill or stat. You can kind of pursue a personal motivation. You can go into special training, or you can stay on the case. Like you can continue to kind of pursue leads, depending on what you're going into, kind of thing. So what are people thinking? So jumper, you're gonna go see you're gonna go see some therapist. Will that help me get sanity points back? 
Yes. Um, back to nature is also a less risky way of getting sanity points back. Uh, so I guess to break down the difference for therapy, you can re- kind of recover 1d6 with an extra set of rolls for it. If you go back to nature, you can do a 1d4, but it's a little bit different. Uh, basically, one of them you have control over, one of them you don't. For back to nature, you're going to roll a sand test. And if you succeed, you'll regain. If you fail, you don't lose anything unless you fumble. If you go to therapy, it kind of you have to get lucky a little bit, depending on how you go about it. I mean, like, I just don't see Aubrey, like, being the first thing is like, I'll go to nature. Like, yeah. Therapy, that's what you do when you're going crazy. Yeah, no. You that, see that, a woman, like... I'm, not, I'm not telling you which way to go. I'm just kind of giving you all the options to recover sanity if you try yeah, to do therapy. Like, yeah, because that would be the, like, you know, normal thing to do after you see a old woman crawl out of her skin and murder somebody. I mean, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, so uh, so well, how truthful are you going to be? Like, are you going to kind of spell it all out, or are you going to kind of be a little wishy-washy, kind of speak in metaphor I'm gonna be and abstract? Wishy-washy, and I'm going to try to tie this into, like, like I'm having dreams, and, uh, you know, I think it's because of the, you know, when I was uh, in Iraq, uh, embedded with the soldiers, and now I'm seeing old women crawling out of, you know, wells that eat people, and Sure. All right, so give me a That's luck That's how roll. I'm going to go back. All right, so what kind of roll is this? Luck. Oh, luck. Well, it's better than... Tra- hey, it's Steve. Yeah, so you cover 1d4, so roll 1d4. So you recover Ooh. all four. Congrats. Yeah, that only gets me back up to... Uh... Yes. <laughs> Sandy is a precious resource. 60. Started with 60 at the beginning of this game. I... Now to 51. The, the game is a slow spiraling descent to madness. All right, so... Let's roleplay this a little bit. So, um, correctly, Aubrey, I, I, I need you to go over this again. You're having dreams about what? Well, okay. So, like, there was old women that I saw over there, you know, and it's like that. Like, there's an old woman. She's in a well, and she's calling for help. But as soon as you go to help her, she like comes out of her skin and tries to eat. And she eats people, and it's always like every time I, I try to help her, but as soon as I do, I know I shouldn't go help her. But as soon as I go to help her, she tries to eat me. Well, Aubrey, I think this extends from a very common feeling in your journalistic work. The idea that kind of to, to help is to be consumed by your work. This this tracks, I suppose, um, kind of more psychobabble like that. You, you feel a little bit better after you leave kind of thing, but the reality of what you saw still it weighs on you, you you feel better but not kind of as perfect as you did maybe before the mission all right who's next agent jet lag let's do you what do you do what, what is your home scene what are you doing um my relationships are still pretty good i didn't wasn't gone that long i didn't get hurt or go insane so i'm just gonna maybe try to develop some maybe can i do some unnatural training or something like that you this can kind of- Weird. Certainly can if you so wish. Um, yeah, I think I'll do that. So, how do you want to go? About, how do you want to go about doing that? Again? Um, do I have options? I would probably just start by like googling stuff. But that's not know. gonna be effective, I guess. So, um, yeah, because that's just kind of gonna be bullshit on the internet at that point. Um, it, you could have like maybe kept the tapes from the. You could like request the tapes from the green box or something like that, or the the box that you found inside of um. Clyde's uh, cabin if you want oh, that. Oh, yeah. We have the hard drives, too. You do have the hard drives. That would be it. So the hard drives would be a stay on the case. Okay. How many bonds do you have again? Four. Okay, yeah. So I was going to say you could also do the establish new bonds, but you don't need to do that. So what's the plan? Let's try to get the video. Uh, it's not video. It's audio recordings. Oh, it's audio recordings. recordings. Okay, yeah. let's get the audio recordings. Yeah, so you, you successfully get that. So you're going to try and... You're gonna you're gonna kind of pursue the unnatural at that point. Yeah. All right. So what you find it's it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's kind of an old Southern Baptist like snake ceremony Christian service kind of thing, and it's weird. Like it's it's lots of screaming and snakes and all that stuff. That that's the typical fair. The, the issue is it sounds like someone in it has been actually attacked by the snakes. Like they're they're. They are the victim of the snakes. They're, they're 
they've been bitten or something like they're screaming there's cursing there's like no one's helping them they're kind of like it, almost like being bitten by the snakes is a good thing which doesn't kind of track uh but kind of like but one that kind of leaps out at you as part of all of this is that you hear like repeated through the entire thing you hear like saying uh, praise to saint yig the scaled redeemer the blessed serpent kind of as part of this ceremony it's 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 long like it's a lot of audio recording to go through so um yeah, give me uh, a roll sanity. All right, so you pass. You don't take any necessary damage from that, but you do train in unnatural. So roll a 1d4. Sorry. Because I had to roll an 8 on that. All right, so add 2 to your unnatural skill. All right. Now, so as you do that, you may notice something happens to your max sanity. Okay, it went down by 2 points. Knowing the unnatural is damaging to your psyche. Yeah, so. Yeah, I- so- for everyone else, I went from 99 to 97. In my- should have been more of a reduction on that. So, yeah. Oh, you should have changed your 99 to whatever it was previously. Well, so what's Did you lose the insanity of this game, or no? I can't remember. I did not. Yeah, so what was your what's your current sanity points? Uh, 85. All right, so yeah, your new max is 85 minus that unnatural. That went down by. Oh, is this where there's an error in the spreadsheet? Yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. Okay, I have to fix that. I thought I found where to fix that last time. Yeah, abilities. It's a uh, the one drawback to roll twenty. So while he's fixing that, um, Yoden or Jackal, who wants to go next? Jackal will go. All right, what do you want to do? I think I want to establish a new bond since I have one. It's not a bad call, given that you are who you are. Uh, and I guess I think I'd like to try to maybe establish a bond with my crew at work or something like that. My sure. team, of security guards. I, who are you approaching? Like a friend, like a colleague, like a person in another department. Like, what, what are you going after? I guess. Like, who, who is this person? Um, well, this would be maybe a small group, small group of coworkers to get along with. But is, is it in the security force? I guess, or is it kind of just a general person at the facility? In the security force. Okay. We're gonna go to the the target range and practice shooting. Sure. We get to know each other a little bit more. Something I've struggled with. Yeah, give me a charisma times five check. So the normal charisma check for roll 20. Success! It goes well. So you do indeed make a new bond. What is this bond's name? Work buddies. It's just general work buddies? What what do you think? Advise. I mean, Zach, Carlos, and... Sure. It could be just general work buddies as well. You're you're bonding with your coworkers, I guess. And I forgot to mention... um, if you do something other than take care of obligations, subtract one from any of your, what you call them, your bonds. Other bonds, so subtract yeah. one from the other one. Yep. In your case, just subtract one for the therapy one, subtract one from that for the kind of pursuing the unnatural, subtract one from one of your other bonds as well, because you are technically neglecting that bond. Just one bond? Not just, all. Uh, just one, and just one point. I'll just say, like, oh. work friend. Carlos, or something like that. Sure. So yeah. just right. one bond. I don't. Not yeah. all of them. No, just one. And uh, do I start it at seven, or it looks? No, like it is half of your charisma rounding, rounding up. up. All right, a little more well-rounded. Yeah. So let's let's play this out some. Uh, uh, how do you approach Carlos? So maybe after taking a couple days off, come back. Carlos asked me how my time off was. Yeah, you go anywhere, man? I, I we didn't see you for a couple of days here. Going a trip or something? Yeah, I, I got a uh, got an uncle in Milwaukee. Just kind of went out there and reconnected. His health isn't so good, so yeah, that sucks. I know that to have sick family. That's the cheese and beer city, right? That's right. That's right. By the way, is, it, is there actually that much cheese and beer there? Like, I, I know they make lots of jokes about it, but like, is it really that? Well, considering that's all we did with my uncle. <laughs> I get why your uncle has health problems, man. Uh, straight to his liver. Anyway, why don't we go shooting sometime? I know you're pretty sharp with the carbine. Yeah, yeah. I, you're ex-military of some kind, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. You, you could say that. Oh, I, I, I was Army Rangers. What were you? I was a SEAL, actually. Damn, yeah. you got me beat on that one. Impressive. I don't know. You give me a run for your money. Run for my money. Yeah, so you guys go off and have your bro shooting range experience. 
You do make that new bond. You made new friends successfully. Uh, I was actually at the risk of being redundant, uh, going to train in my firearm skill. That's fun. I'm going to do that by going to a gun range and trying to shoot my, uh, you know, try practicing my accuracy and things like that while remembering that, uh, if I were a better shot, yeah, there'd be a camper that were that was still alive. All right. Done. Um, so how does that work? Your old stat. More? Your old stat. You want to do? All right. Uh, sorry, from you actually want to fail these things, so you failed. So you get to add one d ten to that. To that stat. Yep. Cool. Okay, but now I up it from fifty to fifty-one. Yep. Okay. Now, because I failed shots. During the battle, do I check the firearm yes. stat? Or so uh, so okay. to, to reiterate this, every single thing you failed, you should have checked the box next. And I believe I wasn't keeping track of that where we were going. So either you can kind of scroll back through our log or remember as best you can. And it doesn't, like, I'm not going to be a real hard ass on this topic. But yeah, whenever you fail something, make sure you check it because now it's time to update your characters. It's time to roll those modifications to make you better at being agents. So, so how do we roll them? If so, we fail, we. Yeah, so in real life, you just roll a 1d4 to do that. In the case of Roll 20's case, at the bottom of the spreadsheet, there's an update button below the, the skill section. Oh, Press yeah, that update button. Woo! Nice. Yeah, so all your skills have been statted by a, increased by a small amount. That is the. There's no traditional leveling up system in Delta Green. Uh, it's. As you kind of guys got a bit of a taste to it, the balancing is a little bit different from this than other RPGs. So yeah, we're, we're done. If you guys like, we're kind of just doing table talk at this. If you got any questions you want clarified or some of the rules explained, or just kind of want to ask about how some of the situation went, now's your chance. I'll say just quickly, thank you. This was awesome. I really like. Yeah, this. Delta Green. Yeah, so, I love running Delta Green. It's one of my. Fa- it is hands down my favorite game out there at this point. Yeah, I mean, I've never. I'm just like the fact that I got a chance to play this, never had a chance to play it. Yeah. I've heard people talk about it, and you know, I liked it. Yeah, we're not Are we going to do a second yet. session. Oh, we we have at least a couple more sessions. You have a mini campaign lined up. I hope I dropped nice. hints at where it might be going. Yeah, I'm not going to leave you high and dry after just one session on this. Mm-hmm.